All right, so we're uh, we're uh, been talking about, of course, this is our back to the basics class. So we've been going through quite a few things in back to the basics, and we we uh, tapped into uh, the one save question. So we'll get into. Um, We'll get into that. Let's get into some scripture. Let's get to Hebrews Hebrews two. Let's go to Hebrews two. I wonder what God has to say about that. Okay. Uh Hebrews two. Alright. Uh all right, so Hebrews two, and we'll start here at verse one. It says, Therefore we we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Uh, there it's indicating that if we don't give earnest heed or we don't pay attention to the things which we hear, which uh, we'll talk about uh, in uh, un uh, Unscrambling Your Mind on Sunday, I said they could slip. It says, for if the word spoken to angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just rec recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we ne neglect so great salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Right? So it says, you know, even, even the angels received a just recompense of reward. It says, so how shall we escape? Uh, if we neglect so great salvation. And then let's go to Hebrews uh, 6, and I'm going to give you the scriptures, Hebrews 6, 4 through 6, but I want to read it out of Amplified. I just love the Amplified's angle on this. It says, For it is impossible to restore to repentance those who have once been enlightened spiritually and who have tasted and consciously experienced the heavenly gift and have shared in the Holy Spirit and tasted and, and consciously experienced the good word of God and the powers of the age, uh, uh, powers of the age uh, or the world to come and then have fallen away. So look, look at it says this is really when we come to the kingdom what we're experiencing, you know. It says we've uh, uh, we're experience we've experienced the heavenly gift and have shared in the Holy Spirit, tasted and consciously experienced the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. So we're experiencing heaven on earth, just walking down that aisle, accepting Jesus and walking as disciples and fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. It says, and after all that, and then have fallen away, it is impossible to bring them back again to repentance, since they again nailed the Son of God on the cross, for as, for as far as they are concerned, they are treating the death of Christ as if they were not saved by it, and are holding him up again to public disgrace. Remember we talked about this uh, the other the other week. It's so one thing Christ putting himself on the cross was another thing for us to put him on the cross. All right, it's another thing for us to put him on the cross. So you know, hopefully you guys are writing the scriptures down. So at the end, when I ask uh, questions, when we do our quiz, you have the answers. All right. So First Timothy four one. First Timothy four one. Let's go to 1 Timothy 4.1. So we read Hebrews 2, 1 through 3, and then Hebrews 6, 
4 through 6, but I read the Amplified just now. And these are scriptures from last week. This is somewhat of a review. What's supposed to be there? Okay, 1 Timothy 4, verse 1. It says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Right? And this is, it talks about forbidding, uh, forbidding to mar marry, abstaining from meats. But I just want to emphasize 1 Timothy 4.1. And let's go to Jude chapter right before Revelations. It's only one book. So Jude and we'll start here at verse 5. So Jude 5, I'm going to read 5, I'm going to read 6, and probably verse 8 here. It says, The Lord, uh, after saving a people out of the land of Israel, subsequently destroyed those who refused to trust and obey and rely on him. Now, of course, it says those that refuse to believe in him, but that's those who refuse to trust, obey, and rely on him. So we have to think about this. Like we we look at the the people that maybe just haven't been exposed to God, and they're out there wilding out. But they, you know, again, they don't know God. So so it's almost like someone not married to my wife, not trusting my wife. Well, good, they don't need to, but I do, <laughs> right? I'm married to her. Well, she needs to trust me. She's married to me. So, so the thing is, uh, so a lot of times we look at those people, I can't believe what they're doing. Well, God a lot of times is looking at us and saying, I can't believe what you guys are doing. You're not trusting and relying on me. You know, I mean, you're, why live the same life and have access to me? So it says, it says when he delivered them from Egypt, they just, uh, he destroyed those who refused to trust and obey and rely on him. So remember when they came through, uh, uh, they got out of, they got relieved from the land of Egypt and they, they were in the wilderness and it says some died, right? And having not seen the promised land, was, I think it was everybody above 20, you know, that uh, didn't believe. And then uh, verse six, it says, and angels who did not keep their own designate, designated place of power, these he has kept in eternal change under the thick gloom of utter darkness for the judgment of that great day. So now it's, we said uh, God went through all the trouble to play the, to uh, present signs and wonders to deliver the children of Israel, but they didn't trust and believe in them. Just like He delivers us from some things, and we still sometimes don't trust and believe in them. You know, when I when I read through the story of uh, the children of Israel, as I kept reading, I remember one day I just came home and I was telling my wife, "This is a long, long time ago." She might not even remember. I was like, "Man, I said we a trip." Because every time when I was reading through, I was like, he, he would deliver them, and then they would trip. Then he'd deliver them, they'd trip. So then after all the Egypt stuff, and, you know, uh, uh, Joseph died, and, you know, they cried out, you know. I'm sorry. They, they, Joseph died, they cried out. That's how Moses ended up delivering them. Um, but I was watching, like, with all the kings. It says some of them, uh, they, were, they, were, had, they were evil, right? Because they didn't believe God. You know, uh, he did evil in the sight of God, <laughs> right? If you look through the Bible, like, we're trying to make it complicated, but it's all about who trusts and believes in God and who don't. And so when we, we excuse trusting and believing in God with our own logic and reason, that doesn't please God. 
it may it may soothe you, but it doesn't please God. When God tells you how to raise your children, and and and, and it may be uncomfortable for you, you go, I don't roll like that. That soothes you, but that don't please God because that's God's child. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and you're you're setting that child up for your convenience at the expense of them fulfilling God's purpose for their life. God, God's not good with that. He's he just not. He's not happy with that. You know, if you if we don't do what's best for our lives and the people around us. So anyway, uh, it says even the angels, because the angels had, you know, they left their place of power. It said, you know, they they're, you know, uh, Satan and his boys, they're looking forward to what? Fire, right? Getting burned up with fire. And these are the angels we're talking about. Now, verse eight says, nevertheless, in the same way, these dreamers, and, and this is this is talking about those that are not uh are compromising but coming up with their own excuses uh as uh, the pastor that was talking to us uh uh this uh, these last couple of days he was saying uh he said man the lord had to really deliver me from my secret sins he said he said he said my whole ministry went to a whole nother level when i offered my secret sins up to god you know uh, and so, so, and that's what God sometimes is looking at. So it says, nevertheless, in the same way, these dreamers who are dreaming that God will not punish them also devile, defile the body and reject legitimate authority and revile and mock angelic majesties. All right, so, 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 you know, this is uh, uh, just setting us up for, uh, that's what we talked about last week because this, uh, we're talking about the whole one save question like you know it was just one save and if you if if, if okay i'd be getting ahead so my mind was about to go ahead but the but the holy spirit said just read through the scripture let's go to romans 1 romans 1 romans 1 this is familiar scripture here at our church uh, but we'll, we'll we'll plug it in a little different here. Romans one seventeen. Hope y'all writing these scriptures down for the quiz at the end. Uh, no, I'm sorry, we said it like three times already. So Romans one verse seventeen. All right, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, we already know Hebrews eleven six 6 says, without faith is impossible to please God. And every day, wake up not as a, a conviction or a condemnation, but wake up and ask yourself, where are you in your faith with God? You know, where are you in doing something that you have to believe God for, not just the things you can control or, or your safe place? You know, how many times have you stepped out of your safe place, Right? Because it, it takes faith to do that. It says, for the just shall what? Live by faith. Right? Look now, verse 18. It says, for the wrath of God. So there's a wrath to God, right? It says, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against what? All ungodliness. How much? All ungodliness. And what? Unrighteousness of men who hold the truth pretty much as... Uh, binding up the truth in unrighteousness right and we went through the whole passage last week and how they lost their mind men with men women with women you know they were turned over to a reprobate mind so we're not going to go through that for today so 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 remember we've always talked about here is not just 
we said it just should live by faith. So it's not a saved moment we're talking about here. It's not a saved moment, right? It's a it's a it's living a saved life. It's living a it's not a saved moment. Is living a saved life. Okay? Not a saved moment, but living a saved life. All right? Not a saved moment, but is living a saved life. I repeat that. Is what? Okay, right. All right, so having salvation and living it is two different things. We're saved by Christ. But we live in that salvation by faith, right? We're saved by Christ, but we live in that salvation by faith, right? We're saved by Christ, but we live in that salvation by faith. You know, uh, we talk about this in marriage, so I marry my, my, my wife by faith, but then we grow in love. But what is our thought? Our thought is once you get married, everything's all good. Right? You know, because TV says it's happily ever after. Like, you ain't got to do nothing. <laughs> you know, you know it, you have to do something. Same thing. You, we come down the aisle and we marry into this relationship with God. We come into the kingdom. Now we have to learn how to live the kingdom life. You know, you join your football team. You're learning how to operate how Hopewell plays football. But when you get your scholarship and you go to another school, you're going to go in there. You might be the, hey, you may end up being Mr. Football in North Carolina. But everybody in, in that, that's going to be at that, that school is going to be Mr. Football. So you got to learn their system. But you can't go in there. We used to do it like this back then. No, it doesn't work that way. That's what we do when we come to the kingdom. We used to do it like this back in the day. We, no, no, we're, we're crossing over to a new life, Jamal. So now we want to learn how to live the kingdom life. Just like you come to Ayers Christian Center Church. We used to do it like this at such and such church. Yeah, but you're not at such and such church. Respectfully, I'm saying that you're at Ayers. Find out what heirs is about. You know, uh, you know, the struggle is sometimes as we try to grow, it's hard to grow because people have still got their head in where they were. And so they're, they're, they're half in, 60% in, 70% in, but they're not all in. So you can't do that, especially if people are leaders and not all, all in. Like what you can do, you definitely can't hire those the people that are not all in. You know, because that little piece is what the average says is going to use to try to sabotage the ministry. This is what guy was talking about today. Um, he says, you, you know, uh, not that it was yesterday, I think. Like you're gonna, he said, you're going to lose people. And I told you last week, Jesus lost people. You're going to lose people. But the goal is, is lose people that wasn't connected at all. You don't want to lose people that's connected. You know, some people that, that you lose, they, they were never connected anyway. They're not all in. Um, but we've been, you know, we're 50-something years old. Uh, we're getting close to 60 was serving the church for 18 years, we can't do what other churches do. We can't commit to, see, there's a difference between committing to people to lead at the, at, at the levels that we're at. But we go to hire? Oh, no, 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 we can't, we, no, we won't even bother. The person could be mad, sad, run and lead the church. Not, we, we don't want them to leave. But we can't hire them because they mad, sad, leaving the church. We have to hire them because God wants them as employees in his house because they have their vi God's vision in their heart. It's not, it's, it's, it's not Pastor Keith and Pastor Mel's vision. It's God's vision for heirs. And some people don't do that because they still got their eye on whatever, whatever they got their eye on. I, I don't know what it is. And so that's, that's tough, you know. 
That's tough. And, and the trip is we vet people. We've been vetting people the whole time. We'll give people things to do. They think it's menial. They won't do it. Or maybe it's tough for them. They won't do it. Be like, well, actually, that was a step to this step, to this step, to this step. So we can't do it. And then they'll say, well, you know, let me, don't, don't you want me to do this? Well, you won't be able to do this if you haven't done that. I already gave you that to do. You didn't do it. But you keep going to this over here, but you're not going to be able to do that if you haven't done step one. Right. So somebody needed to hear that. It's probably because of what I was hearing this week. That wasn't even supposed to be in what we talked about. All right. So first uh, uh, Corinthians nine. People that's been here for a long time recognize that every year things get tighter and tighter, not as a punishment, but we the church is growing, too. So so as, as you grow, things get more t- tighter, you know. Uh, the the uh, the qualifications are tougher, right? College qualifications are gonna be tougher in college than they are in high school, right? So first uh, Corinthians nine twenty seven. Actually, he talked about this today, back. I didn't realize this. Uh, it says, uh, "It says, but uh, but I keep my body under, bring it into subjection, less less by any means when I have preached to others." Look. I myself should be a castaway. So the, the, the scripture is saying that it's possible that you could be what? It just said it. A castaway, right? It's possible. And so First uh, John 1. So, so salvation or atonement is on Christ. That's on Christ, right? So you don't pay for your atonement. That's on Christ. But your daily communion with God is on you. And I think if, if you know, w- the, the way they're, 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 the way some people are, I don't think it's intentional. I just think they haven't really studied it out. Where they're, the, where they're confusing people is they're merging the two. They're almost saying Christ paid for your daily communion with him. Is that's all under grace, man. No, what's, what's under grace, you've been saved by grace through faith. What's under grace is your salvation, your atonement, the payment that's been made. But the payment was to put you back in position to be in communion with God. Why would would he give such a high payment for you to fellowship with the world and the devil? Like, why why would he pay that price? He didn't have to pay for you to do that. We were doing it already. What, well, I was. Maybe some of y'all may or may not been. Maybe you've been in communion with God or believe you've been in communion with God your whole life. But through this teaching, maybe we'll, you know, you'll be able to gauge it. But that, that's why, you, you know, that, that's why that whole, the whole flow of almost like, yeah, once I've, once I've uh, made my decision, I, not, we was in an atmosphere that emphasized decisions uh, uh, for the last couple of days. And, and, and the, the, it starts with a decision. So I, I, I value decision, it, but it ain't, it ain't over after that. It is make disciples is what the scripture says, right? All right, so 1 John 1. Uh, what, what did the guy say? It was last night or this morning. He said, uh, we're going to have to really look at ourselves. I, I thought it was big. He said, we got to look at when was the last time we witnessed to somebody? Share Jesus with somebody. 
What kind of life are we living where it'd be blue moons before we share, share Jesus with somebody? I mean, that's, you know, I, I know some, for some people that's difficult. Uh, we'll go back through evangelism again. Um, but, uh, and when we went through it and we went through it in the five and five principle and, and survival kit and it talks about it again in, in, the, in the disciples cross, but man, even inviting people to church. The last time somebody came with you to church, you see, I mean, just, you know, just, just think about it. And that's not pastor Keith putting nobody down. That's just, man, that's just, that's what this whole walk is about, right? Saving souls. <laughs> That's what it's really about. Even whatever platform God gives you, He gives you guys scholarships, and you plan at wherever you plan at. Uh, just pick some white place I want you to play. No, just wherever you plan at, it's a platform. It's still an opportunity to save souls. Which, which y'all don't realize this. I didn't even realize either. I was not rooting for. It. I know this is sports, but I wasn't rooting for Virginia. At I wasn't rooting for Virginia when they played Auburn. This is uh, national championship basketball. But I was, we, first day, uh, we was at this uh, retreat. So this first day, uh, one of the ministers uh, sat down. He, was, he had his Virginia. He said, hey, how about Virginia? I was like, I wasn't rooting for them. And so he started to talk about uh, the team and the guy that works with the athletes in action that ministers to him, the coach and, and what the coach does to make sure they get the word, and the system that they have established. He said, the system they have, you know, you see a lot of hype. They get these kids, they play one year, and they leave because they make millions of dollars. They have a system. They don't care if you're the top athlete or nothing. First of all, you got to meet a certain standard to get into school. This is all about high character. And then when you get into school, you got to go through, they have pillars. It was like John Wooden, who was a Christian. John Wooden had these pillars. You had to go through, you had to, before you even get on the field, you got to know the pillars. So all these kids out here that, uh, was winning shots by a game. As far as I can turn, the game was over. They lost. They was winning. You know why? They was praying. They was living, they, living for God. Last year when they lost against uh, one of our members, uh, Bryce's team, right, one of the guys was going through something mentally. You know what he's been doing? And this is what, this is what he was told by his coach. He said, he said, you know what your challenge is? It's not basketball. Is your relationship with God. He said, you got to decide where you want to be in your relationship with God. He says, if you get that right, everything else will fall in place. And if you, if you go back and, 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 and uh, YouTube it. When he goes back to the, thing, the things that change his life, uh, his relationship with God. <laughs> uh, was something else he said. And then the third thing was losing, because uh, they was the top team last year, and they lost to the, the bottom team. Losing to that team, he said, because if, was, if we didn't lose to that team, I wouldn't have recognized my relationship with God was off. Right? So, 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 it's, 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 it's that's what the whole discipleship, I thought I slipped that in. So, first, uh, first John 1 5, make sure I don't have another version of this one. I 5, it says, uh, it says, this then is the message uh, we have heard of him and declare it unto you that God is, is light and in him is no darkness. If we say we have fellowship with him and, and walk in darkness, we lie 
and do not the truth. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. But we have to be walking in the light to be cleansed. Verse 8, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, uh, circle, write in your notes, 1 John 1, 9, because we'll, we'll reference that again. Look, verse 10, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us, right? So here we have uh, your daily communicator with God, communication with God. And when, you, when you're in the light, Light does what it exposes, right? And just so the word bring up light, gives understanding to the simple, is a lamp to your feet, a light to your back. It, exp it's, it exposes. Now, think about when you sin, what's the first thing we try to do? It's real simple. You said cover up, hide, right? Remember in the garden, when they, when they, when they committed sin, what did they do? They hid themselves, right? And so that's what we do. We try to hide. And that's the devil's trick to get you to try to hide. But sin, the goal of sin is not to hide from God. The goal of sin is to get in the light. And, and while you're in the light, you recognize your sin and you repent of it. Now, repent is not, forgive me, Lord, but I'm taking all my steps towards the same sin. No, no. Repent is, is not only that, Lord, forgive me, but I'm turning away. But I recognize what I need to turn away from, right, and, until you're in the light, Right? See, so when you're in the light, it tells you, oh, oh, oh. Like, like, you know, let's say if you're walking towards crazy, right? Let's say if you're walking towards crazy. All right, when you're in the light, you recognize, you, oh, right, so, so, so let's say if you was walking towards something that was going to sting you or burn you, but you're in the darkness. So you can walk right into trouble, right? But if the light comes on, whoa, man, I you know I was going the wrong way. You, you know, it, the thought is you would what? As soon as you recognize you go, what you're going towards and how it would harm you, you would turn. You would repent and turn, turn away and run away from it, right? Right? And so that's, this is the key that light, what it does for us is um, it puts us in a position where we're living a life with unrepentant sin. And, 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 and listen, if you don't hear nothing today, hear that. Here we're living a life with unrepentant sin. And, and, I, so, and I want you to think of like in some places where people just do a right hand of fellowship. They didn't repent for their sin, did they? They just shook somebody's hand. Or if somebody slipped their hand up to say, well, you know, I believe that, but they didn't repent of their sin. Right? So we're walking around carrying unrepentant sin. Right, carrying unrepentant sin. You're carrying around kryptonite, but expecting to be powerful. Right? You got something eating at you the whole time like a leech, but you're expecting to be powerful. And you only, but it's unrepentant sin. Think about when you're in pride. You're not going to repent. You don't even admit you're wrong. How many times you've been in situations to be like, well, you know, uh, uh, we've had people. They wanted counseling instead of saying, hey, man, I really need help. They go, no, nah, no, nah, we pretty much got this down. You know, we figured we just had some dinner and have a conversation. No, you need help. <laughs> you need help for change. We've had people 
come to the edge of counseling and cancel it. Right? So that means they're going to carry around the very thing they need help from. Don't the scripture says confess your faults one to another? Right? What are we talking about here? What's not exposed can't be? Right. Okay. All right. So this unrepented sin, it's a false sense of security of how we've appropriated grace. And what it does is it's excusing us from repentance. That's why that whole, if we, the way people have been looking at grace, they've been looking at grace like everything's done already. Once I've walked down that aisle, I'm good. No matter what I do, it's under grace. I don't have no more responsibility. So people aren't repenting of their sins. They're walking around carrying them, letting them pile up. See, that's the dangerous thing with not under walking around thinking that it's all good. See, only the repentant can be recounseled to God. Only the repentant can be counseled to God. Think about it. Why would God be happy with, with, with us not having fellowship with him? Like, why, why would that be something he's excited about us living in harm's way? Why wouldn't there be a consequence? If, if, if you're walking out of the presence of God and the presence of God is what gives you life, the life you now live is through Christ and you're doing stuff to walk you out of the very thing that's, that's keeping you from death. Remember we, say, remember we, we said you take, a, you take a, a, a fish out of water, it dies. Take a tree out of the ground, it dies. Take a man out of God, it dies. So the very thing that's, good, that's killing you, God's going to be like, uh, uh, somebody said this uh, just recently. They was like, uh, well, I just heard it. Um, eh, you know, that's their choice. That's on them. Or what's your line? God bless the child, got his own. God bless the child, got his own. No, God is, whoa, whoa, whoa. That, alarms, all types of stuff. Uh, uh, or, or like, you know, okay, I got that young man sitting over there. I'm not mad at him. I got him sitting over there because the, the, the reaction to his behavior was creating a chain reaction. So I'm looking at the whole picture. So if it wasn't creating the same chain reaction, because he, he normally is out of focus at times sitting there, I'd have just let it flow. But the thing is, I don't want him to make a choice or you to make a choice that it gets you out of what God wants you to get. Because if it gets you out of what God wants you to get, you're going to walk into something that's going to destroy your life. But you told him about himself today, so you got to measure what's more important at the time. You see what I'm saying? In all of our lives, sometimes we're not measuring what's, what's the most important thing. I watch us here on Sundays and Wednesdays. We run around doing tasks. Is the task more important than God? what God is saying? And then what God is saying, there's some people that are casual. They, they think, oh, I pretty much know this stuff. That's dangerous. That's the person that's in trouble because there's a level of overconfidence there and God is saying, you're a decision away from destroying everything I have for you. Oh, it's something my wife used to say. I used to hate it, too. Uh, she used to say, uh, we used to have arguments. She was like, well, you know, baby, you know, we probably just to miss a blessing. Well, we ain't miss no blessing. Yes, we did, but, you know, I, <laughs> I ain't want to admit it. Yeah, why? Because we got thrown off course. We got, we got thrown out of the way. That, that's the whole purpose of diversions. 
to get you distracted. To have you sitting up here thinking about, listen, and I watch y'all. I listen, some of y'all watch the whole show of what's what's, what's the show? Uh uh Married at First Sight, is that it? Yeah, Married at First Sight. Um I I I don't watch these shows, but uh uh uh, whatever special movie you like, you you seen a whole movie, and you go watch it again. Hours. Why, when we come to the kingdom, the philosophy is, you know, people have a short attention span. Not when it's important to them. What did, that, what, what did he say? To, what did the uh, uh, pastor say? He said, basically, we can do anything we want to do. That's what we're doing. We, whatever we really want to do is what we're doing. No matter what, you can say it's hard. It's only hard because you don't want to do it. When, when, when it's something you want to do, listen, some of y'all have embarrassed yourself in some of these relationships. And that's been hard. But you did what it, you did what it took. You, say, you understand what I'm saying? Like, these jobs, some of the stuff we're doing these jobs is amazing. I, and I, I, I be talking to Holy Spirit all the time. He's like, man, if I can get them to do that for the kingdom, boy, they wouldn't be going through all this mess. You saying so? Let's let's weigh it out, y'all. Let's just weigh it out, right? Because we're 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 walking around not uh, getting what we need. So 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 again, the scripture says, because the sentence against the evil work is not executed speedily, men find it in their heart to do evil. Because the because God is slow in the shadow of turning, that doesn't mean we're supposed to take him for granted. Like we're, like we're not. We're, you know you we're, you know like you know people. Uh, uh, put their foot in the water or you ain't supposed to uh, 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 put your foot in you trying to test it well ain't nothing happened yet <laughs> no God is slow in the shadow of turning because God was giving you opportunity to repent <laughs> it's all about repent. it's all about a relationship with God listen read through the entire Bible if you want quote every scripture you want if it ends up with you in a strong relationship with God and communion with God you have actually got ding 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 you're a winner but if you read you know all the scriptures with God you know all the protocols you know uh, how to pray which way to pray what time to pray which to pray toward the east there's people that spend the whole day praying toward the east you know to pray toward the east you're praying toward you're still trying to pray towards the temple that David was talking about you got all that down right Yeah, uh, you, you, you ain't wearing no makeup you know, uh, listen, listen. We we was in uh, humble, humility central. Yeah, people talk. Oh, you sitting up front, ain't you? You know, because what the scripture says: if you go to place, don't sit in the, in, in in the head seat. Yeah, I, I, I was talking was talking about suffering at the table. God said, uh, "No, I'm talking about prosperity. Prosperity at the table says it's over the top." And the guy was like, "Yeah, suffering's in the Bible." Like, yeah. So I, I already know what he was thinking. Like. Hey, I'm just suffering for the Lord. That's not what the scripture meant. You could do all that. When you have your equal sign, after all the things you got down, the Christian stuff, if it equals a solid relationship and communion with God, we good. Ding, ding, you win. If it just equals you more pious than everybody else, you more religious than everybody else, you know more scriptures than everybody else, you know do's and don'ts because somebody drilled you and, and almost kept you in bondage than more than everybody else, or because you've been exposed to all the top ministers in the country than everybody else, and that doesn't equal a relationship with God, and you know people person have a relationship with God. 
This is how you tell. They live by faith. You tell. Their first thought is not, not worst case scenarios. Their first thought is not security. In, in, in man or in, in, in things, their first thought is security in God. That's their first thought. I'm not saying that eventually they won't get there. I'm saying, but it's the, some people, their first thought is worry. Like, could God get just a, just a, a this is what God said. Could, could I get a shot? Before you go into all your planning and all your, well, you never know, you know. Hey, well, you know, just trying to use wisdom. Before you come up with all that, could God said, could I get a faith shot first? Could you try me first? See, could you seek first the kingdom of God? And I, I, again, not saying it to put nobody down. I'm saying, try that. That's where your, 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 your peace is. Your peace is in faith in God. Man, come on, man. I know when my son believes in me and depends on me, man, l- listen, I'm doing what he wants and extra. Like, I'd just be going out my way because he, he believes in me. And I've been teaching my son, my son stuff for years. But I'm going to tell you, when it click, oh, I love it. Because up to that point, I'm, I'm like the bad guy. But, but, but I'm not trying to be liked. I'm trying to give him what he needs. And it be clicking. And when it click, I love it. I, I, to be honest, I'm, he's still growing. But I love where he is right now. I love where he is right now. I love the conversation. I, mean, I love my son in Lord Pierre because that dude is powerful. I love it. What do you think God does? What do you think God's thinking when we were we doing what we supposed to do? He loves it. He be going out of his way. Like, you be going to God asking for stuff. He man, I already took care of that, man. <laughs> I already took care of that. But I can tell you right now, I may have a lot of stuff that I want to give you. But if you are acting a fool out here, I wouldn't be not giving it to you to punish you. I would be not giving it to you because I'm actually endorsing you killing yourself. So it, it, it would handicap me. Ask my wife. My, my son, I said, babe, he messed up my groove. I used to, what I used to, I, when I go buy a suit, I buy him suits. I buy Adidas for me, I buy him Adidas. And he asked. When he started tripping, I was like, well, I can't do that, man. I'm, I'm actually paying for crazy. I'm, 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 I'm funding it. I can't do that, man. I, I, I didn't say I didn't love him. I still loved him. I mean, I had to do good. I'm not gonna have to do in the street, you know, eating leaves and grass. But I, I did a whole lot more than give him leaves and grass when he was handling his business. He's made some adjustments. We got something planned for him now. He don't know specifically what we have planned. We got something planned. Why? I mean, handling his business. I can give him what he already deserves without him taken as an endorsement of him being outside of God's presence. This is the reward for being in God's presence. What do you think God's thinking of us? And, and at every level, look at all of our lives and say, when no one's around, will God be pleased with that? Because that's the life God's looking at. Man looks on the outward appearance. Right, God is looking on who, who, who we are inside and out. Right. All right. So so and this is not fire and brimstone. This is like, hey, let's really have a new beginning. You know what I'm saying? Don't you want a, a, a don't you want a real new beginning or do you just want to keep working till you drop? 
Because we can work till we drop without God, can't we? we all, some of us have been doing a pretty decent job at it, right? All right, so, uh, man, I said I wouldn't do that, but I did it anyway, didn't I? Uh, I said, why would God give you that? I gave you that. So Romans 2, uh, we talked about it last week. God will run to, to every man according to his deeds. So, so you read through Romans 2, 5 through 13. I'm not going to go through it right now. But it says, Romans is powerful. Because it, it's breaking it down for you. This is, uh, what is it, uh, the, uh, the doctor that I was speaking, where he was at. He's like, man, Paul's one of the greatest writers and the greatest uh, uh, ministers of, of the gospel ever. And he broke it down to Romans. And matter of fact, he was giving us the history of it. In Romans, they actually, Paul was so powerful. The Roman Empire was believing all these goddesses and stuff like that. When you read through the Bible, remember they was uh, worshiping statues and stuff when Paul showed up. Paul was so powerful, it changed the Roman Empire to the, 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 the top god in the Roman Empire was the god. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He converted a whole culture. That's how powerful and consistent. And, 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 and people weren't in agreement. They were trying to stone him. They were trying to fight him. They were trying to do everything they could. But he, st he stuck with it. God can use you to change a culture. See, sometimes we don't believe it because, again, it takes faith. It takes communion with God. And you're not going to be in communion with God if we're compromising. You know, if, if, if we think it's, it's all good, it's, you know. All right, so God will render every man according to his deeds, Romans 2, 5 to 13. Then, then, so, we, so we read Romans 1, the just shall live by faith, and, and how the, people had lost their mind and had a reprobate mind. Then, it, then in Romans 2, he breaks down to, to the Roman. Hey, 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 God's going to render to every man according to his deeds. Not a, not, yeah, how come it didn't say God will render every man according to his grace? Right? If, 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 if everything was under grace, Paul's the one that taught about grace. Why didn't he just say, hey, God is going to render to every man according to the grace that Christ afforded? He said, no, according to his deeds. And then uh, uh, Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, right? And then, Roman, then when you get down to Romans 6, which we read last, uh, last week, but let's go to Romans 6 again. Romans 6.1. Uh, it says, what shall we say? Say then, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? So Paul starts talking about the value of grace and, 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 and the purpose of grace. Of course, in Ephesians, he writes, uh, we are saved by grace. But he said, shall we sin should, so grace shall abound? And then he, he, he responded, God forbid. No, 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 that, that's not the, the, the goal. We weren't, the price wasn't paid for us to live in sin. Um, and that's... Uh, one through five, I'm not going to get into all this. But 15, let's drop down to 15. It says, what then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey, his servant ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. So the grace paid for our sins, but it didn't pay for your obedience. That's the payment you got to make. <laughs> that's what keeps you in right standing with, with God. Right? And that scripture, that's just not Pastor, Pastor Keith's opinion. 
Now here you have First John 3. Let's, let's run over there real quick. I'm going a little fast to get this, just get this piece into you guys and so we're not here long. We get to 8 o'clock and somebody has to leave. That's fine. Um, or whatever time you have to leave. Because once again, the gentleman was saying this too. He's like, you know, we're, we're, we're really messing up at church where we're rushing God's word, but we'll sit to, to expose ourselves to sin. We'll sin all day. And not even, it don't have to be sin. Anything secular. Like when it's overtime, it was the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. You know, they try to set the stuff up where it would be overtime so the game would be longer. And folk had to go to work the next day. They don't care. And the, 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 the West Coast games, your playoffs about to come up. The West Coast games, folk don't care. So, so and, you know, I, I, I was telling her this last night, you know, you know, people didn't know where we were at. But she was getting a whole lot of texts. It was all types of uh, 12, uh, almost one. I said, babe, like, who is texting you? Now, I, I, I mean, I know it wasn't nobody, you know, I know it was ministry related. But I was like, babe. I said, I said, so you must have told everybody you up late. You know, because sometimes we'll tell people if it's an emergency, there was an emergency this week, somebody's in the hospital, say, call us anytime, right? But I said, babe, these like random texts. And these people was up at night. They have to go to work the next morning. Right? We had to get up early. Our first session was early. We had to get up early, right? But people ain't rushing in. But come to church? Oh, man, we got to get up out of here, man. And, and now what I want you to do is think about the day you rush, start writing down what you do when you get home. Start writing what you do for the rest of the night. Start writing down what time you really go to sleep. Start writing down if it's sweet sleep or not. Okay, all right. And I wasn't being smart or sarcastic. I want us to start thinking. I mean, I was challenged in some of the stuff I heard this week, even as a pastor, you know, like I, I saw my future. I saw a part of my future. I was like, ah, that's why I operate like that. <laughs> All right, so First John 3, 4. It says, whosoever committeth sin transgresses also the law, for sin is a transgression of the law. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. But he was what? Manifested to take away our sins. Underline that. And in him there is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Look, look, it didn't say everybody sins not if you uh, remain in him. Apart from him, you could do nothing. John 15, 5. You abide me, my words abide in you. You can ask what you will and shall be done unto you. John 15, 7. But this is saying, look, it says, if you abide in me, right? This is, okay, where, where, where did I just read? What verse? 6, thank you. It says, whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth has not seen him, neither known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. It says, don't let nobody deceive you. The person that doeth righteous is righteous. A person ain't doing righteous telling you they're righteous, they're deceiving you. Go by, go by the fruit, not by what comes out of people's mouths. Look, it says, he that committed sin is of the devil. The devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. He was manifested, why? 
he might destroy the works of the devil. We read that in John chapter 4 last week. It says, whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. For his seed, Christ's seed, remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God, born again. It says, uh, in this the children of God are manifest and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth righteousness is unrighteousness. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God. Neither he that loveth not his brother. So this is saying, it's real simple. If you're doing righteousness, that's of God. If you're not, that's not that's of the devil. You trying to call? No. See again, nobody's trying to do anything. Nobody has to. It's it's it's, it's trying to get people to understand the reality of the of, of the choices they're living and why they're looking for fulfillment outside of the presence of God. It's not even realistic expectation. You're kidding yourself, and then you tell yourself. Uh, you know, yeah, he'll just probably uh, give me a pass to have mercy. Why would he and why should he? Why should he give you a pass if you are actually thirsting for the world? And when I say, listen, we're not talking about punishment. We're just saying you're making a choice. You've made your choice. It's, it's, well, I'm not using us. There's a couple over here. They're, they're together. And, and this person made a choice to be with another person. And then they, 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 the person made a choice to be with another person, but then he comes to the house later that night and be like, so what's for dinner? You see, you laugh for a reason, right? Because you were thinking, <laughs> I was going to say the N-word. <laughs> I didn't, I did, I did good, right? But you're like, man, you, you, you got me twisted. Like, you know, but in a lot of situations, like we, because we, I, I watch us, man, ain't nobody playing me. I watch you not do godly things. To let nobody pray you to save face. Like you won't. I'll tell you what. Now, yeah, with this one. This one is different. What God is asking is. That same energy. Do that for righteousness. That's what God is asking for. Because God is saying. You want me to pay you. For living with him. You want me to pay you. For living with him. I have a house here for you. But you want me to pay you to live with him. I, I can see God going, you got me twisted. <laughs> what would I look like? I'm not the mother fools. <laughs> I can see God, you know, like, like no, no, God wouldn't do that. He'd just be looking at you with a smile like, seriously? <laughs> You're joking, right? Now, now I, I said it with a humor, but sit down and think about what we've been requiring of God. We're actually looking for blessings. And being disobedient. Right? We've been looking for blessings and we've been disobedient. That's amazing. Right? I so 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 uh huh? Like a spoiled child, right? Uh uh with, with entitlement. Yeah, you you have entitlement, but 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 no no level of appreciation. So now as we were reading through that, we said he was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Destroy the works of the devil, not free us up to operate in the works of the devil. And that's what people have been saying. When you say it's once saved, just when you come down the altar and then we live in the works of the devil, why would he come to destroy something that, man, man think of how that feels. Somebody came to destroy the works and you running around resurrecting them. Think of how, I mean, 
Man, that, man, that hurts, man. I mean, I, that would hurt me. I mean, we're, we're hurt as pastors sometimes. Be like, okay, so let me get this right. This person has been trying to, been just trying to sabotage the church. And you running around, running around them? Now, of course, because of the type of people you are, we ain't going to say, we, ain't, we good, we, what we going to say? But it kind of hurts, like, man, wow. Flip it. Let's flip it. Somebody does you wrong, and, 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 and we have a stellar reputation around here. People can't just be coming up to us talking about you. I don't care what they say. You, uh, if, if, if it's something close to what we think it is, we're going to ask you questions, guide you in a different direction. But why ain't you just taking nobody's word for it? Right, well, Cynthia did such and such. All right, well, uh, we'll, we'll, we have to talk to Cynthia. We ain't nobody just rolling. We ain't going to roll up on Cynthia. Yeah, I can't believe you did such and such. You ain't no. I'm going to ask some questions. I'm going to ask some questions, and I know, based on my questions, I, I know what the answer is. I know what happened. I learned that from Solomon a long time ago, right? But but we ain't just like 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 oh oh oh. So Ms. Lamar comes in the next week, and uh, so Pastor, I, you know, I, I'm always it's, it's just a habit for me. I I, I go for men, I will go to shake hands, and Ms. Lamar be like, no nah, no, nah, I'm getting all annoyed. I'm gonna hug you, right? But imagine he go to hug me. I'm like, yo yo yo, man, back up, man. He's like, Pastor, I just want to. I'm good, man. Matter of fact, I don't need you doing nothing around here. Sit down somewhere. How how how, how would you feel? <laughs> but you understand that? Now, now 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 listen listen. Well, he said burn it down, right? Listen listen. Yeah, it's amazing what's in people's hearts, right? Hold on hold on hold on. He's a chemist too. He start mixing up stuff, right? But listen. That would bother you, wouldn't it? Yeah. And, and, and one of the thoughts you would be, well, if he's upset with something, how come he ain't talking to me about it? Right. So I've already jumped to a conclusion, and I'm treating you in some kind of way. That's what we deal with. People be uh, questioning us, uh, uh, having conversations, ain't talk to us at all. Don't jump to a conclusion. That's how Christ be feeling. Somebody can tell somebody, somebody can tell you somebody the job. Well, you know, I don't know. I was talking to such and such at the job, and they said, you know, one saved. And then they said, you know, I think we too legal. What did God say? Did you talk to God? You see what I'm saying? Like, but as soon as somebody tells us something that's going to convince or compromise, we'd be rolling with that stuff. Or as soon as somebody pacify our questioning, we roll with that stuff. My wife would tell you. <laughs> My wife can say something, you can say something, you can say something, I still gotta hear from God. Cause it's just y'all five. That ain't the other 300,000 people in the world. It's more than 300,000 people. It's, it's just a number, I, I know I ain't mean, to, it's more than 300,000. You know what I'm saying? But, but I'll, she'll tell you, I listen to everything my wife say. That's why, you know, we got a rule, baby. Now, if you don't want me to consider it, don't say it. <laughs> I'm going to consider everything. I'm going to consider everything everybody says. Hey, Ms. Lamar, how many times we have a conversation and I'm, I'm regurgitating to you not just that conversation but other conversations we had? Well, you told me this. <laughs> I'm listening. I don't know what other pastors do, but if you open your mouth, she will tell you, I'm listening. I don't always say anything, but I'm listening to everything you say. 
I'm watching everything you do. Ain't I, baby? Good. You say amen. All right, so 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 first John three, uh destroy the works of the devil. That's the key. Now, first first Corinthians six says the whoremonger, the infinite, and 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 the adult adulterer can't possess the kingdom of God. You can't be living like any O'Connell. It's, it, I didn't say that. The scripture says, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. It gives a list of those that can't possess the kingdom of God. So so obviously, just walking down the aisle ain't enough, is it? That's not my opinion. Here, we just go by the Bible. And so that payment for sin is death. Realize this, salvation is a gift from God. It's uh, it's not an earned payment for services rendered. It's a gift. Salvation is a gift from God. Christ offered a sins payment. For by grace are you saved through, through faith, right? It's a gift of God. You don't have to work for your salvation. But you do have to work it out by living by faith and enduring to the end. Right? Listen. Listen. It's a gift. You don't have to work for out, you know, like you don't have to pay for the atonement. Christ did that. The, 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 the pay for the, for the sins. But the scripture says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's like you don't have to work for the Holy Spirit. He's in you, right? But you got to do something to, to, get, to be infilled and outpour. Just having power available ain't enough. Mr. Sammy, is that enough? No, 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 no. And then I don't just want to be full with the, filled with the Spirit either. I, I want to flow with the Spirit. <laughs> I, 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 want to, I want to come, I want it all over me. You see what I'm saying? So, so think about it. It makes sense. Because I think about, like, um, our lives. It would make sense that we're, we're equal participants. Like, he has a part and we have a part. He has the heavenly part and we have the earthly part. It, it would make sense that you have to sow an earthly seed to receive a heavenly harvest. It just would make sense. Like, you would, ha you would have to do something. I mean, because why would God make uh, drones or, or statues? You, you, it would make sense that he, he look, look, the scripture says, we talked about this Sunday, right? Uh, he breathed the breath of life of us and we became speaking spirits, living souls. If he wanted us not to be living, he would have made us trees. Literal trees, not like trees. The, the, the Bible says we shall be like a tree. It doesn't say you are a tree, right? He would just made us a tree. Why? Did, why you, I mean, this ain't a, was, was, was a Return of the King where the trees was walking and fighting an army. or, or the, uh, That was Return of the King, I think. Lord of the Rings. But, but it's the third one, I think, the re Return of the King, right? No, 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 this ain't, this ain't like... Uh, or the Wizard of Oz was the other one where the trees was grabbing people and stuff. No, 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 no. He made us speaking spirits. He put his image in us. He put powers in us. So we have something we have to do. The just shall live by faith. The righteous, the just shall live by faith. When you're obedient, it's by faith. Because you're trusting that this cost is going to measure the worth of what's coming back at me. It takes faith to do it. I mean, Abraham giving up his son, it took faith. Noah building an ark, it took faith. Moses going even to the sea and putting, a, putting out a, a rod, 
It takes faith. The Harrises coming to North Carolina, it takes faith. Walking through the doors and saying, I'm, I want to be a member of Eric's Christian Center Church, and not, I want to be planted, I want to grow. It takes faith. It takes faith. It, the, see, again, we're waiting for, for God to move us when God's waiting on your move. You don't get wet by looking at the water. Right? So, so that's what the key is, and we're paralyzed with, well, it's all good. This, you went down the aisle. All you got to do is sit around and wait for God to do it. The children of Israel was delivered from bondage through all miracles, went through the wilderness, was tested and purged to humble them, to prove them, so they would know was it, what was in their heart, whether they would keep God's commandments or not. Uh, Deuteronomy 8.2. Then it says, when they went to the promised land, some of them came up to Joshua and them was like, yo, where our land at? He said, you got to go get it. He said, you got to go take it. You got to use your faith to access what's yours. You, no, see, see, one thing about God, God don't have spoiled children. See, spoiled children, as soon as they walk in the land, everybody run, and then they just give them stuff. Yeah, just take mine. Oh, we moving out. No, we'll just move out right away. We'll sleep in the desert tonight. No, they had to go take, they had to go, they had to, they, they had to battle in some cases. It says go possess the land. We got to go possess the life. We got to do something, man. We just can't sit there, sit around the house doing what? I told them, and, 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 and again, don't let it happen next week, but I told y'all to come in and take notes for a reason. You here, do something. Just do something. Be active. Be locked in. You said you're taking notes? My apologies, sir. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> right? I was wrong. I apologize. I didn't know. <laughs> right? What I'm saying, but when you... I realized that in school. That's how I started learning. I was like, well, I am here. I got to be here for 45 minutes. I can keep looking at that clock waiting to get out of here, learn nothing. Well, I would learn how fast the clock moves, <laughs> which is slow when you're looking at it. Or I could use up this 45 minutes and get something while I'm here. So I, I did that, that for my entire life. If I'm in an environment, I'm going to get something. I can show up in a, in a, a she'll tell you, a funeral with an old preacher, born as it could be, and I'm going to sit there, get, take some notes, and get something. I'm there. I'm going to extract something out of that environment. I heard this. Uh, I was going to share this uh, Sunday, but I'll share it now. I thought this was powerful. The guy said uh, water at 212 degrees is just hot water. At two, No, 211 degrees. 212 is boiling water. One degree different, the water's different. One degree different could scorch you, <laughs> right? One degree. One degree. He used that example to say our life is the same way. One degree. Right, so, 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 so I, I, I really wanted to, to spend time just talking about this, because sometimes we're, we, we've been checking out on being disciples and growing with God. You know, even some of us that's veterans, we've just been riding out on the same, well, I guess it ain't Raymond no more at this point. It's just logos. You know, because if you, if, you know, if you just, 
You, you, remember, they couldn't they couldn't save some of that 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 manna. If they saved it, if they saved it past its expiration date, it, that stuff rotted. That's why the scripture says, "Give us this day our daily bread." So, 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 just one of the challenges. I gave you some scriptures. I got tons and tons more. May or may not talk about this next week because it's something else I'm supposed to hit. And um, so, but I just wanted to at least give us some food for thought on just you know just us reigniting ourselves so we can you know purge some of these sins and yeah, you know, is it you know what time is almost like. Oh my God, I sinned. You don't have time to be thinking about that. Repent. Get it off of you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like if a leech, you're using a, a pond and a leech jump on you, you're going to be like, oh my God, a leech on me. I can't believe a leech on me. A leech on me. Man, this leech on me. And you're going to be walking around for two weeks going, man, this leech, man. Mrs. Lamar, man, look, man, I got this leech on me. You know, it's sucking your blood. Sucking. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not, what you going to. Now, most of the people in this room, if at least jump on you, what you going to do? Man, so, yeah, hey, hey, you're willing to try to burn, you almost try to burn yourself, right, to get it off, right? You'll risk burning yourself. Man, get, man get, give me some fire something, right? God's saying the same thing. Hey, that sin on you, look at it like a leech because it's trying to suck the purpose out of you. It's trying to suck the power out of you. It's trying to suck the faith out of you. It got you walking around in fear. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you all the secrets because I'm, I'm trying to be transparent. I'm telling you all the secrets. Like, I see, y'all going to start hearing what I actually see. Not, not to put nobody down, but, you know, we're growing in our relationship. And at certain levels, people can handle certain things. Certain levels, they can. So we're growing together. So certainly, I, I'm believing we can handle some, certain things. Y'all can hear everything. But but like I be recognized sometimes we're not moving on stuff like like these the ministers always try to get us hey I think we should do such a well they don't realize I'm not moving on it because the people that we would have to do it are in fear some of them are in sin but I'm not gonna tell them that oh no 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 such such these persons no I ain't gonna roll like that I, I just, hey hey I'll take the heat I've been taking the heat for years uh, I'll tell you no no not at this time. <laughs> Not at this time. Because we, listen, we're pastors. We're real, listen, real live pastors. Like for real. No, seriously. Because <laughs> you know they make believe pastors, right? Oh, absolutely. This is why me and Shemaya should use that same, like, like, like same But we just don't walk around with the badge and collars and, and, Letting you know all the accolades, stuff like that. But we're like, we we we're the real deal. Like we hear from God. Like we have discernment. You know, there's a there's there's there's, there's a prophetic. Uh, what I want to say, mantle. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff. There's been stuff imparted in us by different people from around the whatever. But we family. We ain't got the time for all that. Guess what? I can play basketball too. But I ain't spending my whole time talking about the shots I made the other day. Well, I didn't make no shots the other day, but y'all know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, because when I'm around y'all, I just love being around you. I love the things of God around you. I love what's happening, what's going on in your life. That's more important than what we've done. That's more important than who we are. Because if you don't do what you're supposed to do, we're nothing. 
y'all doing what y'all do is what uh what do, you, what do you call it when it's uh so it's depreciate but what's the other thing yeah that appreciates our life at a whole nother level every time y'all go to a level our life appreciates even more every time so that's the most like it's almost like you ain't got time to be thinking about you you're like well Tanya you did what what happened <laughs> Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Sit a minute. What? 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 Woo! Like, like that's that's what rolls for us. But in this particular season, we're gonna have to start recognizing some things because there's shifts taking place. <laughs> yeah, like what you doing under there? <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs>